Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, everybody, to the Hammer and Rails podcast, off-season edition, wah-wah. With you, as always, I'm your host, Andrew Ledman. And I'm Casey Bartley. And uh, Casey is finishing up some watermelon, which he learned not a podcast-friendly food, so uh, he had himself muted there for a moment, but I'm glad we got him back. It's wet and the texture is inconsistent, so it's really hard to know which bite's going to be a problem or not. Yeah, there you go. Uh, So... We talked about on the podcast last week that uh, the next episode was going to be a Matt Painter-centric episode. Well, we lied. Yes, we lied uh, because there was some breaking news that we wanted to cover. Um, How about them transfers? Wow. Uh, Isaiah Thompson has entered his name in the transfer portal. The rising senior, I believe as they call them, is uh, has is entered his name. Is that what we're calling him? Well, I think that's what they do so you don't confuse them. So, like, he is a junior right now, but he'll be a senior. So they call you, I think, either a rising senior or – yeah, I think they say rising senior. Or maybe it's rising junior. I don't rising know. Rising junior sounds more. It sounds better, so maybe that's it. But either way, they, they try to make a distinction between, like, he just finished his junior year or he will be a junior. Um, So he would be a senior – and uh, he has entered his name in the transfer portal, so it looks like Purdue will be down not one but two point guards going ah! in. Going well, hold on, that's that that leads me into something. I'm doing that uh, towards the point guard. Oh well, okay. Uh, going into uh, next season, the 2022-2023 season. So Casey, I know you've been a, a big critic of Thompson's game, including just now when I called him a point guard. So. I mean, what was your reaction when you saw this news? Honestly, good for him. Yeah. It's, I, I don't see any road that he stays at Purdue and anyone's going to be all that satisfied. It's pretty clear that whether it's through the transfer portal or what we'll talk about in a second, that the starting job is probably not ever going to be his. Just, you, we, we took a lot of shots at Isaiah this year. Um, not personal, but the way he plays. That's not going to change. He's not going to all of a sudden become six foot two. It got became... if only I, if you know, <laughs> if he could figure out how to do that and he lets me know, I, I would fair, love to fair. hear from him. And once again, I'm looking at Ken Palm that says he's six one. I was, see, I was looking just at uh, sports reference wild. and it said six one, one sixty. And I was like, that it's is not wild. accurate. Um, yeah, it's just pretty apparent that physically he is not a Big Ten caliber point guard and the. 
he's never had an assist rate in double digits, despite being the small player. So he doesn't do any of the things that can make up for that size disadvantage. And it's just, it wasn't working out. He, uh, in pretty much every metric, he got more efficient as he stayed, but he also played less minutes every year. He took less shots. So it's just, this is good for him. He can get a fresh start somewhere. He can go play 35, 40 minutes at a smaller school. Maybe he has a couple really cool moments somewhere, puts up a lot of points, maybe gets an NCAA game out of a small school. Good for him. I'm glad. I mean, officially, I guess he's not gone yet, but I'm glad this isn't hanging over Purdue, and it makes it even more imperative and necessary that Coach Painter has to go get at least one, probably two transfer guards. Yeah, I mean – he always can come back. Um, his name is only in the portal. He's not yet said, you know, uh, I'm in the portal and I'm not coming back or I'm in the portal and I'm visiting X, Y, and Z schools. So players have been known to pull their names out of the portal, but it is not uh, something that happens very often. And especially, I mean, Thompson did this so quickly after very the season quickly. ended. You have to assume um, that him and Painter had had a conversation maybe about his minutes going forward or maybe about the opportunities he was going to have. Um, and Thompson maybe decided he wanted something different for himself and, you know, good for him for making the decision to say, if I can't get the minutes I want, I'm going to go find them somewhere else. Um, you know, you only get so many years to play college basketball and you need to find a place that you're happy doing it. And you need to find a place that gives you the opportunity you think you deserve. And so it's really hard for me to be mad at a player when they transfer, Unless there's just, you know, some crazy extenuating circumstances, you know, it might hurt because I want the player to stay. It might hurt because I want them on my team. But it, like I said, you want them to have the best opportunity because it's such a small window for them to be able to use this talent and, and get what they need out of it. So obviously, as you said, we've taken some shots at his ability this year and what he's done on the court, but we wish him nothing but the best. You know, he came here. Um, with his now, I mean, how cool it was for him that the last couple of years, he got to be there with his brother as a coach on the team. Um, it's gotta be really cool for PJ and it's gotta be really cool for Isaiah that they had that opportunity. And I really hope Isaiah finds a spot where he can really utilize, um, his talent because I mean, you know, this most recent season, he really did improve in a number of areas, including his three point shooting. I mean, freshman year, he was 36%. This season he was 42%. Um, his attempts went down. Um, he had 3.2. Well, he had 3.2 attempts in his freshman year, uh, 2.3 uh, per game this year. But I mean, a, a 60, uh, a 0.064 increase. You know, that's that's pretty good. So you'll you'll hope that he can find a spot that's going to utilize that going forward. Um, we really do. We do wish him the best. But as you said, that now leaves a hole on next year's roster. People have been questioning on Twitter whether this means that. Eric Hunter Jr. has decided to use his COVID year. Um, he, you know, Painter and everybody else said at the, at the start of the year that uh, all of the seniors were not going to use their COVID year. They were planning on graduating, going their separate ways. Uh, but we've not seen anything official since the season ended um, about Eric Hunter Jr. not using or using the COVID year. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if, you know, if this comes out that hunter jr is staying you would assume that maybe painter knew that and had a conversation with thompson but at this point we just don't know if anything in that realm of possibility is happening so at this point i think we have to look toward either the transfer market or incoming freshmen uh is it braden smith who's a point guard coming in next year correct i like him 
Um, he's also on the small side. Uh, definitely a little more physical and a better athlete than Isaiah Thompson. And a much much more natural feel to get to the hoop and create plays for other players. So smaller, but also does a lot of stuff that you like. I, it's interesting because, you know, you and I don't hear a ton, but we also hear from people that hear a ton. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, we hear that Hunter is now contemplating. And that can happen when you have a disappointing finish, as he did. And, you know, you don't know what the professional outlook of basketball. We've already heard from Sasha. He's not going to yeah, be playing gone. professional basketball. And he's not going to be playing college basketball next year. He is moving on with his life. Uh, you imagine Trevion's going to be trying wait, to play say, professional. Wait, did you say Sasha said he's not even going to be playing professional basketball? Correct. Did I miss? I must have missed that. What did he say? Uh, he's His basketball career's done. Wow, I had no idea. I do believe I saw that on the Twitter. I have not seen that. You can try to double check me, but I'm never wrong, so... I, I don't see anything on his Twitter. I don't know where I saw it. I, I think I saw it in the story. I, I'm sure. I'm, I think look, you're If I'm wrong, up, but... someone someone yell at me on Twitter. I, I will mute you, and you can be right. Somebody yelling at someone on Twitter? There's I... no way. I don't believe it. But but I do believe that is what I heard. Uh, that's the Ryan Klein route. You know, Ryan Klein, his body uh, was no, 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 no. gave up on him. What? You are wrong. John Rothstein reported two days ago. No. Purdue's Sasha Stefanovich tells me that he will pursue a professional career and will not use his additional year of eligibility. Damn. I, someone lied to me, Ledman. I think it's one of those uh, Mandela effect. You know, you just – you thought that's what you read and now you believed it. So that's contrary, my life. Yeah, contrary to Casey's fake news here, Sasha will be pursuing a professional career, uh, most likely overseas because he, I believe he is a dual citizen uh, or at least has a um, passport. Uh, from somewhere overseas, so that will help. Other, sure. Um, <laughs> I think people without passports already can still, you know, get a passport. No, no, no. I mean, he has a passport via another country. Sure. Um, so that like with the rules of over a lot of these overseas teams, you know, it changes when you have the number number of Americans you have on your team. Ah. So if he, so if he can be listed ah. as. Uh, a member of you know another uh, nation, and that, that doesn't yeah that doesn't hurt them for the number of American players they can have. You got to be careful because sometimes uh, people read things that are lies. Yeah, I've they heard that. Before. Retell them on the podcast. Yeah, apparently that can happen. So good job, Sasha. Uh, good job, Trey. Wherever he goes, Hunter, come back, please. Yeah, I mean, I think <laughs> it would be a, it would be huge because the team next year we're we're losing the seniors, we're losing everybody else. Um, including, I mean, we're losing Jaden Ivey. Now we're losing Thompson and that's going to be five players, you know, at least right there that we're losing. And that means the team who was so old this year is going to be very young. So to have a player like Hunter decide he wants to stay another year could be great from a leadership perspective, but also great from a stability perspective. Yeah. And size and shooting and defense and things that we will definitely need next year. Right. Um, cause we've got a lot of young guys going to be playing their first minutes. And I do think this leads into a more interesting conversation that we're going to have, uh, later on in the week, but it would be really nice if we could start to define our teams by our point guard play. Yeah. And I mean, really we haven't, I mean, the last really good point guard Purdue has had that it was not just like a one year, like a John Octius, um, was really, I mean, P.J. Thompson, but then before that, it's got to be like Lewis Jackson. Correct. And obviously, other things derailed that season. Right. But we're more perimeter-oriented now in basketball of all sorts. So it does kind of feel like, 
it's nice to be bigger than other teams, but we've also now been upset by two smaller schools who are size. You know, we've been the biggest team in every game, and we haven't won every game. So right, right, yeah, and they controlled the game uh, against us. So yeah, it's hard to control a game with big men. You're you're leaving it up to officials. If you have the best guard on the floor, you can insist upon the game being played. And it would be nice if I, I mean part of the heartbreak over Ivy is we thought he would be that, and he was never really given the keys. So I don't know what kind of point guard does get to do all that and can, and if that's a possibility or not. But that's that's where my head's going to be all summer. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it'll be interesting to see if anything happens with Hunter Jr. Like I said, we've not seen an announcement. There have been rumblings that he's thinking about it, as Casey said, but we just don't know. Um, But until, you know, until he comes out and says or it's reported that he's not using it, it is always possible going forward. So we will keep an eye on it and uh, talk about it when it happens. So. Other than that, you know, Painter will likely look for the transfer market and the transfer portal um, once all those names are in there. There's already quite a few in there that we know Painter has reached out to, at least made initial contact, um, but nothing to report as far as signings go. So we are going to take a quick break here, and then we're going to kind of talk about uh, what we're doing with the podcast over the offseason, just to let you guys know what to look out for. And And we're back. back. That was good timing. That was adorable. (laughs) We just jinxed each other there. Uh, So we wanted to talk to kind of let you all know about what we're doing going forward. Um, I know you have many choices when it comes to your podcasting entertainment. Uh, So we want to let you know how we're going to handle the offseason. This is the first offseason that we've done with the podcast. You know, we, we started it little less than a year ago, so we had an off-season um, before football, but a lot of it was leading up to football, uh, and then we did uh, a lot of stuff looking at the next basketball season. So we are going to record a podcast this weekend uh, looking at Matt Painter and what he uh, did this season and what he needs to improve upon. We're going to have a long, probably only one topic um, on that podcast Unless, you know, you know, other news breaks about Purdue. Uh, But for now, that's all we're looking at. And then, Casey, we discussed doing some player profiles in the offseason. Can you tell the folks how we'd like to do those? I think uh, we're going to start off by, you know, serenading our seniors, discussing their final season career. And then, you know, some of them obviously do have some professional futures, um, more than I thought when we started this. And I think it'll be good to wrap up you know their career a little bit appreciate them for what they were what they brought to the program we can talk about that and then we can look forward to where we might be seeing them play obviously ivy's gonna have a very big summer of nba workouts and whatnot so i think we'll do that maybe once or twice a week depending on you listeners so if you if you want if you want us in your earbuds twice a week gotta keep downloading listening talking to us on twitter that's right that's right it's on all on you me and Lennon will take the break, okay? Yeah. We will do it once a week. That's right. I will gladly take the time, uh, I love time off. Summer. But, so, I mean, you know, football season is quite a ways away, um, so we don't really have much to report on on that. I mean, I know um, spring practice and all that is still going on, but how much can you really say about, you know, games against your own team with hardly any pads? No one really gets to watch except for just a little bit of time. Um, spring game is coming up on the 9th of April, so um, we we may be able to see some of that. But um, again, Maybe we'll pull the, drunk Kyle on. Yeah, so it's one of those only things if he gets drunk. That, exactly, uh, it's one of those things you can't really get a whole lot out of. 
Um, just, you know, again, you're playing against yourself. How much uh, we'll you tell you who now? we want to start at quarterback. Yeah. Which uh, we'll probably do been, three or four episodes on that. Yeah. We've always been right on that. We've <laughs> never had any changes. It's always been AOC as long as this podcast has existed. Uh, we'll also break down basketball recruits, uh, after we look, uh, the players that we did have do have that are coming back. Um, I'll go ahead and tell you why you can be excited about the players that are coming on to our team this year, including, Someone we talked about at the start of this, Trey Kaufman Wren, who redshirted. Right. But we definitely have some players, and I'm excited to imagine what they could be. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how they fit in, and a lot of it will depend on, um, you know, does Eric Hunter Jr. come back and uh, transfer? The, huh? And our transfers. Oh, and our transfers. Yes, I was like, I was like, no, no, he no. wouldn't be transferring. <laughs> he would be staying. Um, <laughs> just, just to see what happens with that. So that is what we're looking at right now. Um, things can always change, but like I said, we're we're looking to do these player profiles. Um, I know Drew expe- expressed some interest in uh, coming on to talk about, um, along with Painter, um, the utilization of Jaden Ivy. So I think that would be a good conversation to have. Uh, we'll have to find a time when we can make that work. And um, I, we, we still really do have to have Kyle to talk about the most recent signing class for Purdue football. Um, oh, yeah. We were going to do that in like February. Yeah. Well, Kyle uh, is kind of flaky. True. And uh, he's like, I go to bed at nine. We call him Frosted. <laughs> Frosted Flakes. That's mm-hmm. what we call him. Uh, he is uh, he's an early to bed kind of guy. So it's true. Uh, we got to find a time when we can get him on air to, to look at the most recent signed class for Purdue football. So all this. And of course, we're always going to be watching the news to see uh, any Purdue news that happens regarding transfers, signees, any big news in general on the sports might, front. Might be some coaching shakeups too. Oh, do you, you say that like on the horizon. you know something? Uh, I'm, I'm just saying like uh, one of our coaches might go somewhere else and then there'd be openings. We know of a couple uh, former Purdue assistants that are kind of out there now. Yeah, out there in the wind. I mean, Bruce Weber, Conzo Martin. Bruce Weber's uh, a big one. I, I doubt he comes back to assistant coach, but uh, Greg I mean, Gard. Yeah, Greg Gard. I mean, I for me, for Weber, it's like guy at the tail end of his career. I mean, he's fairly old for the coaching game what at this point. Offer? You well, really I, like Bruce Weber. I, I love Bruce Weber. You, it's he's, weird. <laughs> but uh, I, I think maybe he would want to come back just because he'd want to be around Painter. Uh, because would he they, help us? Yeah, I think so. Do because they, I mean, because they work together and they know each other. But You think he'll uh, recruit well? Yeah, I think so. Think he has an offense? Listen, listen. I, just, I will not sit I here and let you. I know how deep your love goes. I will not sit here and let you malign Bruce Weber for no reason. I just think like he's past being an assistant coach. I, Maybe I, he can be one of those. Um, uh, what what did IU hire? They hired like eight of them. Yeah, like that advisors Mata and everybody yeah. else. Yeah, I mean maybe he'll do and that. He maybe he that just Mata. wants. Maybe he just wants to stay involved, doesn't want to go recruit, but you know him and Painter obviously have a really good connection, so maybe he'll come hang out around the program for a little bit. Who knows? It's not gonna happen though. I, but but I didn't I didn't expect the uh, the red carpet to be laid out for Weber. Hey, listen, I'm just naming guys who don't have jobs right now, and he's one of them. <laughs> he's one of them. He's got a Purdue connection. Unemployment's so. real low right now. Yeah, it's gonna have to offer a lot of incentives. So um, there you go. I mean, that's what we're looking for in the off season here. As I said, things could change. We could go once a week. It could go twice. It's all up to you, our adoring public. So not, uh, let not us me know. getting lazy, not Ledman getting lazy. It's all up to you. That's right. That's all. It's all in your hands. So um, as Captain Planet would say, oh. the power 
is yours. Oh, boiler up? Was that was, was that the alcohol? Yeah, We're I think done? that was it. I think okay. we'll leave it with that. Yeah. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs>